quick PSA for our listeners who are U.S. citizens. The 2020 election season is now upon us, and it is so important that you make your voice be heard. Please go to www.vote.org to find out all voting information you might need, and be sure to vote early. Again, that website is www.vote.org. Plan your vote and enjoy the show. Computer, initialize Holosuite. Holosuite Media. In command school, they taught us to always remember that maneuvering a starship is a very delicate process. But over the years, I've learned that sometimes you just have to punch your way through. <laughs> Why good day? <laughs> Hello and thank you for joining us on the Janeway, the Voyager podcast, where my wonderful Ocumpen co-host Suzanne Williamson and I, Liam Smart, look at Voyager episodes to find out whether our favourite captain has approached things in the right way, the wrong way, or the Janeway. Before we get started with the episode today, why not give us a follow on Twitter? Our handle is at the Jane underscore way. And also join our Facebook community and our listeners group called The Nexus. There you can discuss this episode and episodes of all of our other new shows we have on Hollow Sweet Media, including new episodes of Blast Shield, our Lower Decks podcast. It's the Blast Shield, the Blast Shield, something <laughs> lyrics. It goes up and it goes down, <laughs> Blast Shield, Blast Shield. <laughs> Woo! How are you today, Suzanne? I am doing well. How is your cough today, Liam? Oh, my cough is wonderful. It's uh, here to probably stay, but that's okay. You can just edit it out. Eh, maybe. It'll be like 95 minutes of me coughing and five minutes uh, content, probably. Otherwise, (laughs) I don't think we particularly want (laughs) to leave that in. I mean, although it might be probably better than some of the stuff that comes out of our mouths otherwise. But anyway. Yeah, definitely. So today, Suzanne, we're going to go back to our Right Way, Wrong Way, Jane May episodes with Season 1, Episode 2, Parallax. Parallax. It has been years since I've actually watched this episode. Really? So I was kind of excited to watch it today. It's been years, really? It has. I usually skip it. Really? Why? During rewatches, I just cherry pick things that I want to watch. So I don't, do, I don't ever really do a full series rewatch ever but but this has got like carrie in it and i I know and i forgot about that this is the whole episode where i I don't like him (laughs) oh oh but i'll get into reasons why i think you don't like him and i'll show you where you're wrong no okay i'm not wrong So this episode was directed by Kim Friedman. Now, if anyone listens to the Delta Flyers podcast with Garrett Wong and Robbie Duncan McNeil, Kim Friedman sent them a sort of a letter or whatever you send back in 1994 pages 
or something. Or Telegram. Morse code. <laughs> Morse code. <laughs> Smoke signals. Smoke signals. Smoke, Smoke signals, signals on how to shake properly. And oh my God, did they do some shaking in this episode. <laughs> but uh, the story was by Jim Trombetta and Brandon Braga, which explains why there is a really big science fiction kind of storyline behind it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just a quick Wikipedia synopsis because we were too lazy to write our own is that Voyager (laughs) (laughs) Voyager is trapped in a quantum singularities event horizon and Captain Janeway must decide between Lieutenant Carey and former Marquis Belana Torres to be the new chief engineer now this episode also it doesn't have any tomatoes on Rotten Tomatoes but INDB does rate it at 7.2 out of 10 and I think that's a fair score that is a fair score that's pretty good as always listeners in our one episode that we've done so far. But as always, we'll go through the episode and we'll just talk about the episode's bits and pieces, but we'll hone in on things that Captain Janeway has done and then we'll tally up our decisions and at the end of the episode we'll decide whether she approached Parallax in the right way, the wrong way or the Janeway. So are you ready to get started, Suzanne? I am ready. I'm grabbing my pen and paper so I can tally these things up. Okay, so Parallax... We open up with Joe Carey's bloody face. <laughs> Yay! And quite frankly, I was like, oh, yes, I remember this. I'm shame it's not broken a little bit more. But he's whinging about someone who we find out to be Lieutenant Torres because Torres punched him in the face. Is that really the proper way to go about things, though? What, punching people in the face? Yeah. Well, I mean, he reciprocated on the physical violence, though, didn't he? Because he said they had a disagreement and then... She pushed him and then he pushed her back, so she hit him in the face. And I mean, well, at the end of the day, he's a Starfleet officer. He shouldn't have to push her around. He probably dug himself a hole for that. I don't believe that Joe would have actually pushed her first. I do. He just just comes across like a big jerk. He is a Starfleet officer. He would not have pushed first. No, no, no. He didn't push first, but he pushed back. Well, yeah, if he's getting pushed, he's going to push back. Yeah, well, it depends how much the push was. I mean, let's face it, it could be like a whole thing push across the room. It's she just broke his nose. But that was before yeah. the, after the pushing. I don't know. I think he deserved it because I don't like Joe Carey. <laughs> <gasps> no. So in this part as well, we also saw the doctor just smashing him back down. You know, get back on your bed. <laughs> I'm trying to fix you. Quite the bedside manner. That tool that he was using looked like... A giant needle was just going to go right into his nose. It was weird. Well, it was basically like a coronavirus test. <laughs> That's why his nose was bloody. Yeah. Oh, I tell he you was what. moving around during it. The test that I had to have last week, that time of recording last week, it literally made my nose bleed. Like, just blood just yeah. started coming out. And I'm like, why are you shoving this thing, like, so far up into my face that it's touching the back of my skull? Like, I swear you're, like, touching my brain somehow. Ugh. And it was just gross. Yeah. So, and yeah, maybe he was having a COVID test. It's always funny to see the doctor with his bad bedside manner. His non-existent bedside manner. <laughs> I feel like that's the kind of bedside manner I would have. <laughs> just sit down and deal with this. Just sit the F down, man. Come on. I'm trying to fix you. Mm-hmm. I don't want to be here. I want to be put back into my, I don't know, computer oblivion. So after all the shenanigans in Sick Bay, Tuvok and Chakotay are walking down on a walk and talk scene where Tuvok wants to file charges, which, if you ask me, is totally illogical because you're not going to be able to put them in the brig for 75 years. I mean, come on, Tuvok, where's your logic? 
No, I don't think he was really thinking that through totally. And no, could you imagine no. her being in the brig for the entire show? <laughs> she would. It would just be conversations with Bellana and whoever else is in the brig at that time. That would be almost like that Miles comic. <laughs> yes. <laughs> now, one thing I did pick up in this scene, and I'm not sure whether I should have done, but the last time I watched this episode, it was on a small screen, but I watched it on like my 65-inch mm-hmm. screen this time, and I swear Tuvok had like a pimple on his neck, and I was like really distracted he by it. He had something. He did, didn't he? Yeah, it might have been like a shaving nick that kind of got out of control. Yeah, and I looked at it, and I'm like, Oh, he's got an extra pip. <laughs> yeah, I was staring at that too. I was like, oh, man, let's just cover that up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that wasn't very logical of Tuvok. But this is the kind of interaction that I wanted to see more of in Voyager, maybe just more yes. of in season one, where Chakotay's like, no, 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 this is ridiculous. And there's a bit of angst between Starfleet and the Marquis. And mm-hmm. then... This oh. this made sense for it being the second episode. Yeah, but this also should this have continued. should still be going on. This should still be going on yeah, to well, at least yeah. season two somewhere along the lines. But then we get yes. a little blue Seska seskering along, trying to tell Chakotay. <laughs> of course it was Seska to be the one to bring up mutiny. Yeah, it's just standard Seska. Immediately. <laughs> so one trap mine for her, bless her. So Chakotay... Goes into Bellana's quarters. Bellana's very much angry Klingon. Throws a plate at him or something like that. And I wonder if they actually put that in the script. Because imagine if whoever was directing the episode, uh, Kim Freeman, said, hey, look, throw this at Chakotay when he comes through the door. And Robert Beltran had no idea. That would be hilarious. <laughs> well, yeah, because it would have hit him in the shin with the way she was throwing it. I don't think he would have had time to react. It was She could have, yeah. And he, like, he fell on jumped, hey. So this particular thing shows Chakotay's, like, the thin line that he walks on in between having to work mm-hmm. as a Starfleet officer and a marquee because he's got to try and bridge that gap, you know, the standard assistant manager gap that you have. I'm trying to be on the yes. side of everyone. Obviously, Bellana's just angry, 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 and then Chakotay goes and brings up the Bellana's hopes of becoming chief engineer, and I'm like, why did you do that? Because you haven't even said anything to Janeway yet. Yeah. Why get her hopes up just to possibly have them dashed? A mm, little bit dumb. But then, of course, we're all going to know that Belana's going to end up chief engineer anyway because the credits come next and she's written in there as Belana Torres, <laughs> main character. And not Carrie, who was just guest starring. Mm-hmm. Josh Clark. Yeah, well, good job he was only guest starring. I do like Josh Clark, but Joe Carey I'm a bit meh on. I adore both Joe Carey and Josh Clark. They're both awesome in my eyes. Okay. I'll let you have it. <clears throat> <coughs> So then we pop into the meeting room. There's issues of not having stuff, which again should have been a recurring theme across Voyager. We don't have enough dilithium. Yes. We don't have enough, I don't know, bineural, bioneural circuitry. Underwear. We don't have enough un- <laughs> underwear? Well, I mean, the replicators are offline. <laughs> and what if they shat themselves because of all the temporal anomalies and spatial things that they came so across? So you're talking about Harry right now. Oh, my God. I didn't get me started on Harry Kim on this episode. Um, so I'd have loved to have seen a meeting like this, and I'd have loved to have sat in there and been like, oh, what's going to happen? I could have had that whole scene all day trying to work out the nitty-gritty of what's happening oh, with, yeah. with them. But I did laugh when uh, Neelix and Kess walked in, so I'm the senior accompanist, and I'm the senior Talaxian. Yeah, no, she should have escorted them out of the room. Sorry. You reckon? Yeah. 
I mean, they did make a very good point about, well, Neelix knowing stuff. But also, Kess is bringing up growing vegetables and things. That could have been done, you know, aside with Janeway. Not in front of everybody in the... Yeah, no. Yeah, I would... Mm, yeah, maybe I agree with that. Well, so you think they should have actually kicked her out? Both Kess and Neelix. They should have asked them to leave. Mm, so, excuse me. But then again, senior officer meeting, why is Harry Kim in there? He's an ensign. Because he is the senior ops bridge person. I don't know. But that's what doesn't make sense to me. If he's like the senior ops person, does that mean everyone below him is just a crewman? He's a crewman. (laughs) Because he can't boss even Lieutenant Junior grades around. Oh my gosh. So their ops department is just a mess because it's just crewmen. Oh, it's a mess also. That explains a lot. (laughs) Actually, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah, so I just find it funny. Like, obviously, Paris is the senior helmsman. We know that. And then you've got the heads of departments, like security. Mm-hmm. But he, Carrie Kim, as an ensign, surely can't be the head of operations. Like, seriously. No, that makes no sense. Unless in the hierarchical structure that we never see, Ops comes under engineering and he's sort of like assistant manager. But he's an ensign. Yeah, true. You thought he'd have had some form of power. Yep, just another little hole for Harry Kim to fall in on. (laughs) Now, this is where I see one of Janeway's bad decisions that she makes when Chakotay brings up Balana and her face is all like, Balana? This is this is this is stupid idea. She says it all with her face, like. Wasn't she involved in that altercation? It's like totally flabbergasted at the possibility of having a marquee. Yeah. Angry Marquis Klingon. And do you know what? You don't do that in front of other senior staff because if you're actually cons- no. potentially considering or your, you know, your XO is trying to say, hey, look, I really consider this person being part of the senior staff, mm-hmm. you don't go and be like, oh, no, because what happens if she does become senior staff? I think that just, like, discredits her to the other heads of departments. I'm clearly thinking in, like, a business point of view here. Mm-hmm. As opposed to a television show, but, you know, I think that's bad. I thought it was bad that she immediately changed topic. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree with that too. uh, Chief Engineer, uh, no, let's move on to medical. It's like, no, I'm totally correct here. So we're going with the wrong way on that. That's a a wrong way. That is 100% a wrong way. And then do you know what? She follows it up with another wrong way. Oh, yes, she does. Yeah. Tom, we need a field medic. I don't know, let's just look into this 150 people crew. No, 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 we'll just do someone who's done two semesters of biochem. I'm sorry, like... No. Oh, what can you do? I'm Surely there's someone that's actually worked... At, like, the likelihood of someone who's worked as a field medic or someone who even has first aid. Mm-hmm. I mean, they probably yeah, all know first aid. Someone that has first aid. More than two semesters of biochemistry, come on. And also, why would you take your best pilot, as Tom loves to keep telling everyone... And take him away from the helm. Mm. It's like, oh, sorry, like, we don't need to get you through this thing because you, there's, there's like a cut in sick bay you need to fix. Don't worry about flying the ship. Mm-hmm. Someone has a broken leg. Again, another bad decision. I feel like she made some pretty yeah. dumb ones in that little meeting room. Yes, she did. So I'm, I'm chalking that down in a wrong way as well. Oh, definitely. Mm-hmm. And then bang. Everyone shakes. Everyone shakes. Shake, shake, shake. Shake, 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 <laughs> shake your booty. Uh, space danger occurs. Oh no! It turns out that they are trapped in an event horizon. Neelix mansplains 
and Event Horizon to Kess. And then I start getting scared because when I was younger, like the Event Horizon of a Singularity or a Black Hole used to terrify me because I had like this book that my aunt and uncle got me. It's like an encyclopedia and I loved it. And this was like back in mm-hmm. 1996. And they, I would read all the space stuff and the science stuff because I'm a big nerd. And mm-hmm. the Event Horizon pictures of the black hole had like the person and then the next image it's like super stretched and then stretched out again and then stretched out again obviously because of like yeah dilation of time or whatever it is and i used to be terrified of it and i spent forever being scared of black holes so this was like oh no black hole time so i'm guessing you did not see the movie event horizon no i have not okay it's a very good movie. I mean, I'm not I'm not scared of them now. Like, I probably be, I'm like totally fine with it now. But I was yeah pretty scared of them when I was a kid. Now I just want everyone to fall into a black hole and see what happens. <laughs> well, if they're on the Cerritos, they just get spit right back out, so it's all good. <laughs> That's because the black hole doesn't even want the ship. <laughs> uh, so Neelix says, "Oh, we could take three light year round trip to." Illidaria and Draymond's like, no, no, we need to help these people. Now, what do you think of that? Ignoring going to Illidaria. That, that, I definitely believe she needed to help these people. Yeah. I had, I've written that down as good decision, needs to help. Quite yeah. happy. Because that would be yeah. along the lines right, I'm of. I'm taking that down to a good thing. What Pike was doing in the cage where he got a distress call and was like, mm, we're, not, we're just going to keep going on our way. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah, exactly. You got to you got to try and help out, and then only when you can't help them out, you should mm-hmm. you should then try then and seek assistance from others. Yeah, exactly. Plus, it also yeah. served as a plot device in this particular episode as well. Yes. Chakotay then just calls up Balana on the calm and starts asking her questions, Oof. and Janeway is like, "Oh no, thank you very much." And then Carrie is <laughs> Carrie is told to be in charge by Janeway, and Janeway is like, "No, you and I need to have a chat in my ready room, and this yes. is not a season seven kind of winky chat. <laughs> this is not coffee." So this one is probably like one of my favourite scenes of this particular episode, to be honest. Oh yeah, I love this scene. Janeway clearly has a problem. And Jacode just says there really isn't any seniority for any of his crew. And Jane was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm trying to make it like a joint crew. But Jacode doesn't see it like that because she's not. She's only got Jacote, who's obviously got training in Starfleet, but no one else does. They're just mm-hmm. random hitchhikers, you know? Yeah, just along for the ride. Yeah, but at the same time, Chakotay's kind of right as well. Oh, definitely. And I love that Chicote is fighting for his people. He's being all mama bear. Mama bear Chicote. <laughs> because if he's not going to fight for them, nobody will. No, exactly. And Jota does say that Balana is the best engineer he's ever seen and mm-hmm. that he's trying to help Catherine, but she's just not seeing it. She's trying to, trying to, Chakotay's trying to sort of basically say that, hey, look, if things don't go right, you need to incorporate these crews more, otherwise she's going to have a massive problem. Yeah, I love his line is... Um, you're going to have to give them more authority if you want their loyalty. And then she turns around and is like, theirs or yours, Commander. It's mm-hmm. like, oh. It's like, bam. Snap. <laughs> and also his, I have no intention of being your token Maquis officer. Oh, yeah, exactly. They, they were both very powerful yeah, like, like, lines to each other. Yeah. Yeah, back and forth, back and forth. It, it, oh, I was 
on the edge of my seat. I was like, I love this. This is amazing. Yes, and this is exactly what we should have seen throughout Voyager. You know, yes. like the anger instead of what we get in the next episode and subsequent yeah. season one things. But with Janeway basically telling Chicota that it's out of line and that there is, and despite Chicote saying that there's no seniority for his crew, I still think Janeway is right in that mm-hmm. she can't just give people roles because they need to be the token marquee people to try and help people because at the end of the day there'll be lieutenant commanders and lieutenants on that ship that are Mm -hmm. well and truly qualified to do the role and trained their whole lives for it and i do know what it's like to have someone Mm -hmm. come in who does absolutely no idea about the role but they get it because of either some relation as opposed to actual hard Mm -hmm. work and it really does annoy you and I would be a hundred percent pissed if I was Carrie, if Belana got the role, just because it's like, well, we need another senior marquee crew member just to shut people up, you know, blue suits Eska. Mm-hmm. But you also need to look at what some of the marquee are able to do. Well, yeah, because the marquee are able to do a heap of stuff. Yeah, if they actually have the tools to be able to do a better job. Right now, it's just about getting home. And the quickest way we can get home, we need the best people in the best roles. Mm-hmm. 100%. So you kind of have to put seniority off to the side for a little bit. Yeah. It's yeah. like, yeah, Joe was the, sen- was the senior officer next in line. But if Belana does a better job, sorry, Joe. Mm. But it, it, exactly right in terms of when, where we get to it at the end of the episode. But at this particular point of the episode, I think Janeway's right in that mm-hmm. she she can't just put someone in a role without really considering it and just for the sake of putting marquee people in a role. Well, she should also take the time to get to know the person. Exactly. And that's what she probably didn't do until Janeway considered it or Chakotay forced yeah. Janeway to consider it. So. I don't know. I'm still. Want, I want to chalk this up to a, a right way, a right approach. Or do you have a different opinion? I'm going Janeway. You're going Janeway for this one. Mm. I'm going Janeway. Okay. I'll probably give you that because I was erring on the side of Janeway because at the end of the day, this is, again, something that she has to work out what to do and no one else knows what to do in this scenario. She's got to make it up. Mm-hmm. It's one of her... Oh, we'll put it in, like, the right Janeway decision. <laughs> Objectively. <laughs> uh, so let me just have a little plot building character, building scene in Sick Bay with Kess and the EMH. Kess wants some soil. I love this. The doctor is just like, oh, is this what I've been reduced to? The soil queen. <laughs> and that Kess is the first sign that Kess is going to be the one to really understand the doctor and that the doctor isn't mm-hmm. just a hologram. So, And especially when they bring up the name. I love when she asks his name. Mm-hmm. That is just such a sweet little moment because you can see her trying to connect with him and he realizes it too. He still feels very awkward at the fact that he's, I guess, not appreciated. Yes. He's just a tool. Yeah, exactly. At this point. And my God, that's like one of the worst decisions that whole crew made when they're considering him as a tool for nothing and nothing else. Yeah. My next, my next notes say that we went back to the bridge to try, to try and track to the ship in and they have to do some more major shaking and then they decide to go to <laughs> Illidaria. Woohoo. Science happens. Shaking happens. Happy done. But then Belana and Janeway are in her ready room 
And it's time mm-hmm. for a career pep talk, which, oh my God, if, if you ever have one of those where you sit down and you're like, where do you want to be in five years, Mr. Smart? And it's like, oh, I don't want to be anywhere in this place. Uh, <laughs> I hate that. Which they are really awkward. And Bolana did not handle it well at all. Mm. At all. No, no, no. And I mean, at the end of the day, like, you, you've got a commanding officer or a manager basically showing an interest in you. And whilst they can be awkward conversations, you should really take advantage of those opportunities mm-hmm. to be, you know, like, know that someone's looking out for you. Well, and appreciative. At least be engaged in the conversation. Yeah, exactly. But Belana says that she was choked by the system. And Jamie's like, well, this is the system. Deal with it, bitch. <laughs> Welcome to the system. And you know what, though? Like, in my role in real life at work, so my role was effectively like an assistant branch manager. So I'm like that stepping stone between managing and, like, the rest of the staff. And there are people that want my mm-hmm. role and mm-hmm. want to know what it's like to be in that role. And, yeah, you can know all the things in the world to do the job and to do the stuff. But if you're not very good at talking and interacting with people you're not going to be able to do it very effectively mm-hmm. and that's exactly what yeah. Janeway is saying to Balana there's like yeah you might be a great engineer but you really need to work on your people skills because mm-hmm. at the end of the day people skills are very important yeah because you have to be able to get your engineers to do what you want them to do and if they got no respect for you they ain't going to do it or they're just not going to do it they're very not well. going to do it yeah It'll potentially even sabotage yeah. to make her look bad yeah. So Blana walks out and, oh, do we want to say anything about that? Was that a right way thing? Yeah, that's a right way because she should have had the meeting. This is what she should do with her candidates for chief engineer. She should meet with them, get to know them. Yeah, so she's actually taken Chakotay's advice there. So good on you, Jamie. You get a tick on the right way. Woohoo! But then I'm going to come back and immediately say I'm going to put a tick on the wrong way for basically not telling the doctor at all about there being a quantum singularity. <laughs> And then she just walks off ignoring him. She does. Did you notice that his monitor input is 47? Yeah, there was like two 47 references I picked up in this. And I'm like, ugh. It's like, oh. <laughs> that was the only one I caught. Yeah, he said he had the knowledge of 47 doctors or something when he was talking to Kess. I thought he had more than that. No, oh, I don't know. 2,000 medical something or others. I didn't really pay attention. Yeah. That wasn't like the most important part of the plot. <laughs> But yeah, can we mark her dealing with the doctor like a piece of crap is a wrong way? Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay, good. Can I just say the incredible shrinking doctor is my favorite doctor? The incredible? Why is that? Because it's just hilarious how he's dealing with He's getting smaller and smaller. And also it made me think of the incredible shrinking woman, which is this <laughs> bizarre movie from the 80s with Lily Tomlin that I absolutely love. Lily Tomlin? Oh, I love Lily Tomlin yes. from Grace and Frankie. So I might have to yes. watch that. It is a great movie. Is it a I comedy? It so much. Yes, very okay. much so. Okay. I'll go and look for that, although I've got to write like my research proposal or something today, so that probably won't be until oh, when I've finished, which will be forever. <laughs> uh, so let me pop back into engineering. Kerry and Balana have a workplace disagreement. He's totally jealous of her that he gets to go to that she also gets to go to the like the staff meeting and he acted a bit like a jerk he wasn't acting like a jerk there yes just like he was assuming that he was like in control as of right now he is yeah but he hasn't been formally made 
the chief engineer. So no, he's, he just acted like a jerk. He's like, oh, here's my competition. I'm going to be an ass to her instead of being like, okay, let's try and get her on my side just in case she I She also broke his nose. Yeah, well, that's because he's a jerk. As, as Blue no, Suit she was snow. being a jerk and started it and then broke his nose. Yeah, but he deserved it. Bolana was being a jerk. You know she was. Well, okay. All right, fine. They're both jerks. Because early on, Bolana was everything is her way or no way. Her way or no way. <laughs> the Bolana way. Yes. <laughs> um, but then Blue Suit Seska totally sassed the whole scene up and was like, he should have broken a bit more than his nose. It's like, damn straight, Blue Suit Seska. You go for it. That was the Cardassian part of Seska talking. Oh, yeah, definitely. Move into a meeting about a long, boring analysis, which I thought was a hilarious way to just drive the science plot forward by just saying that it's a long, boring analysis. <laughs> and then we had another incidence of dumb Carrie saying, oh, why is the medical holographic system important? He's your only doctor. Of course it's important. But then no, they still don't do anything about it anyway. No, they don't. Like, come on, dumb Carrie. But that's not just, you can't put that just on Carrie because nobody did anything about it. That's yeah, but he was, everybody being dumb. Yeah, but he was dumb enough to mention it. <laughs> but if he didn't mention it, then, you know, it wouldn't have gotten Bolana and the captain talking and thinking, hey, the singularity has something to do with this. And it's all linked together. Mm, I guess so. But I'm not, I'm not going to take your Joe Carey bias there. <laughs> <sighs> I feel very argumentative today. <laughs> Oh, yes, I've noticed. Yeah, but it's funny. <laughs> Don't you think? I mean, I can stop being argumentative if you want. Oh, no. <laughs> Roll with it. I do like how in in the meeting, Sassy Bellana was um, when Carrie made his decision and then Ch- Chakotay asked her her thoughts on it. And she's like, well, it's a good idea, but it won't work. Yeah, that's very diplomatic. She was doing she was doing the diplomatic approach. That. and. If you, and if you ask me, that's like her doing what Janeway said in a way, isn't it? It's like, well, you've yes. got to be calm and not jump on top of people. But, you know, that, that was cool. I did very much appreciate that scene. So we go back to the bridge quickly. The only thing I want to mention out on this one is the everyone talks about it, but it's the Voyager where he stands up and he's like, <gasps> it's the Voyager. So that's like the corniest thing I've ever it's seen. It's us. <laughs> really? Why didn't you just say it's Voyager or just it's us? I hate <laughs> that it's never the voyager no well you should have that as the episode title in capital letters the voyager no it's never the voyager it's never the voyager no exactly so then guess where we go to again another meeting briefing room yay more more briefing room action and where tom basically tries to explain the pot as best he can but he can't really explain the plot, so he sits there and we have the shouty warp particle moment. Science, science, science. And that sort of was kind of an exciting scene, to be honest, because I do quite like pseudoscience stuff. But then we come yes. to what I again think of a bad Janeway decision, where she basically says that Tom is stupid because she Tom wants to take the shuttle and she goes, oh, sorry, no, I don't think warp theory mechanics or whatever is your expertise. It's like, oh. Well, he just proved that in the meeting because he was like, am I making any sense here? I don't really know what's going on. She basically told him like, nah, love, you're stupid. (laughs) He pretty much said that in the meeting. So everybody already knows that. So, But his 
Once again, having to say, I'm the best pilot, so I should go, blah, blah, blah. How many times is he going to say that every episode? I mean, he is the best pilot. Let's face it, he's told us so many a time. I know, but gosh, you only need to tell us once. Come on. <laughs> yeah, but that's just in case you haven't understood his, his like character yet. So all he is at the moment <sighs> is a slimeball good pilot. I mean, not going to lie, I'd go there totally, <laughs> but... <laughs> I mean, if one thing, listeners, that you need to work out by me, I think I'm just like a hornbag, which is really terrible. I don't do any good. I'd be too myself. busy chasing Chakotay, so I wouldn't have time. Yeah, you can you can have Chakotay. I'll take Tom. I might also take Harry at the same time. Anyway, let's swiftly move That's on. That's fine do- with me. <laughs> can, I, can I have my bad decision there for calling Tom stupid? Can I have <laughs> it, please? Sure, you can have it, even though I don't think it was... A bad decision because oh. you're stupid. Oh, that, fine. Then we in, won't have... in that aspect. All right. Okay. We won't have it. We won't have any decision for that one then. That's fine. So then something that I quite enjoyed was the shuttle scene, like the heart to heart that Janeway mm-hmm. and Bellana was having about Professor Chapman putting a letter in the file. I mean, that would probably yes. really hurt for her to realize that, oh, hang on a minute, people liked me and I just like screwed over my whole entire Starfleet training career and I joined a bunch of rebels Mm -hmm. just because I thought people didn't like me, but they actually did. So I actually had a future and I threw that future away. Mm, Exactly. It reminds me of like what my science teacher in high school did like when I lived in the UK for my GCSEs. He always gave my grades, but he always gave me like a C for things. And he's like, no, you just need to try mm-hmm. harder. I know you understand it. You need to try harder. And he'd always used to like tell me things and sort of put me down in a way. And then when I got my final grades for like my actual GCSEs, I ended up with like either an A or an A star or something. And he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. so I lied to you this whole time because <laughs> um, I know what you're like and you were actually getting A's most of the time, but you would then not do the work if I gave you A's. Mm-hmm. So it sort of reminded me of that. Good old Mr. Duke. Always pushing you to do better. Exactly. So yeah, that was a nice little scene. And oh no, then we come across two voyages. Which one is it? Oh no. <sighs> Starboard or port? Well, I would have probably gone with what Balana chose. And then that would have been bad. But then that also shows that Balana can come back to respect someone else's opinion. And it's sort of another mm-hmm. little test in a way. Yeah, my, my decision process would have been eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't know. So here we go. Eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Oh, we're stuck in a black hole. <laughs> At least we'll be crushed soon. So it's okay. <laughs> and then we get to like the final like rousing speech by Janeway, which... I'm assuming we're going to have as our opening for this episode. You know, that sometimes you just got to punch it. Punch your... Yes, I was going to use that. (laughs) Yeah, 100%. 100% (laughs) is that one. (laughs) Yeah, so the the, the ship's not big enough. No, the hole is not big enough to fit the... Oh my God, that's not going to be the right way of saying it. The gap in the black hole quantum singularity thing can't fit the giant ship through it. That's probably a less provocative way of saying it. Because they waited too long. Yeah, exactly. They waited too long, so they tried to fit a big thing into a small hole, and that didn't happen. So Jamie just wanted to. <laughs> Jamie just. It's too big for the hole. <laughs> <laughs> the 
that's going to tie in in a minute with what this episode started off for me. I need to loop the hole a little bit with the warp particles. <laughs> warp particles. <laughs> the newest lubricant. Oh, God. Well, then what have I done? <laughs> Let's put my glasses back on and then I can... Okay. Uh, so then they try and get through the hole and this is where my brain sort of lost the plot a little bit with this episode because I saw mm-hmm. Tuvok in the background like, do this particular shaking movement. He's like, ooh. And then I started <laughs> laughing a little bit too much. And listeners, I sort of, if you go back and watch this scene because Tuvok's arms are like swaying in the air like a crazy person. Like one of those things that they'd have in front of a car dealer. Yeah, the air thing. The balloon guy. Buy a car (laughs) from me because my arms are all over the place. (laughs) You know, one of those people things. And then I'm like, oh, shaking around. And then I actually got Merry Christmas, everyone, by shaking Stephen stuck in my head. And then I'm just like, oh, Oh, man. And I was like, we're gonna have a party tonight. And then that's basically where I got to with the episode. And then I lost it. And I didn't write any more notes because I got Christmas music stuck so in my head in August. Oh, oh my goodness. <laughs> but I think that this was a whole exact perfect example of the Janeway approach. Don't you? What, punching your way through? Yeah, the whole, like, sometimes I've just learned yes. you just got to punch it. That's a 100% Janeway. Yes. That is totally Janeway. Exactly. Uh, so they get through the whole lovely, delightful, they're... Pro- squeezed through and end up in engineering where Balana's actually made chief engineer and they have a nice conciliatory sort of thing between her and Carrie whilst Janeway is like Mm -hmm. peeping Tom over the top of engineering just to make sure that everything's happening and ta-da we got to the end of Parallax she's mother henning it yeah exactly (laughs) but not only her Chakotay then shows up because he's mother henning it too or he's still mama bear Chakotay his daddy hen and mummy hen, and Balana's their egg. But the la- the very last part of this episode, mm-hmm. I realized, is what started my whole shipper of Chakotay and Janeway. Okay. I had that realization that this did it. Really? Yes. And it was Chakotay asking, can I ask you a question off the record? If things had happened differently, and we were on the Maquis ship now instead of Voyager, would you have served under me? <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Janeway comes back with one of the nice things about being captain is that you can keep some things to yourself. Yeah, <laughs> that totally started it for me because it was so flirtatious, their interaction. I was like, oh. There was a little bit of that, wasn't there? Like, she did the whole hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. That was definitely flirtatious. And I have actually read some incredible fanfic about the reversed roles. Had Voyager been destroyed and everybody was on the Marquis ship. Do you know what? But that Marquis ship was so small. Yeah, some good fanfic about that. Okay. I, I know. Like I really that's what made a good fanfic. <laughs> <laughs> so basically it was forced orgies. <sighs> kind of, yeah. Oh, dear. <laughs> and everybody in leather. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, I just thought of that. Yes, they would have all been in leather, wouldn't they? Yes. Oh. Imagine Captain Janeway all oh, in leather. Sexy Catherine. Hello. So that's the dominatrix Janeway you've been fanficking. Uh, fan boing. No, fan, fan. <laughs> cosplaying. That's it. That's the word. That, oh, sorry. That's the word that I wanted no. to use. <laughs> 
No, because my mine is still in the captain's outfit, and it's just a leather bustier and leather pants. Yeah. Okay. With a riding crop. <laughs> wow. <sighs> oh gosh, I'm a bit a bit hot under the collar there. Oh, or hot and bothered. I'm a little flushed myself. So, parallax. What do you think of parallax as an episode, Suzanne? Upon rewatch after skipping it for so many times, I really, really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. It gave me my Joe Carey. It gave me my start of my J.C. Shipper life. So it, it's all good. To me, Parallax, it, it's a good episode. Like, it's got a solid science fiction sort of wacky storyline. It probably could have done it with a little bit more character growth parts of it. I mean, it was obviously focused on Balana and Carey. Mm-hmm. Um and a little bit on the Doctor, I guess, and Kess, but I do, I do think it's a good episode for season one, episode two. When we move on to time and again, ugh, that's going to be a fun one. Um, that's going to be fun. <laughs> yes, but so I mean, it's a good little episode. It probably could have been. It probably showed us what we missed in season one. A lot of, a lot of marquee tension, mm-hmm. and they played the yes. marquee tension pretty well. I think that it's definitely worth its 7.2 grading from IMDb mm-hmm. simply because it's not great, but it's definitely not the worst. It's, 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 it's distinction, credit average kind of thing, and that's that's pretty fair. Also, another bright point is Seska. Yes, blue suit Seska. Exactly. She's wearing yes. science Seska outfits, and it's good to see her from the start. And working much. in the engineering station on the bridge. Yeah, exactly. So, Which that station did not get used enough throughout the show. No, both of those are good because Balana sat there sometimes and uh, mm. what's her name? Samantha Wildman sat on the one on the other side a fair bit, but they probably just sat yeah. the I mean, they didn't use those that often, which they looked a bit cramped, but they probably weren't being able to see them very well it, camera-wise. They probably didn't think of that too well. In terms mm. of you put the camera yeah, in front of the probably. bridge and they can't see the sides or something. Yeah, you'd have to set up a special cam for that. Yeah, it's kind of like how Robbie Duncan McNeil said that we never got to really see the roof of the set because the roof of the set apparently had stars on it as well, of the bridge. Oh, cool. Yeah, which I thought was cool. But yeah, they never really showed that, I guess, because the camera didn't pan very well. Yeah. A couple of other things about this episode. Again, I've already said it, the shaking. There was some violent, violent shaking. <laughs> and also... Garrett Wong's acting in this episode, I was 100% not a fan of. Oh, it was awful. It was, it was very pitiful. And you can probably tell that <sighs> he was told to be like, don't have emotion. Because they've said that many times on the Delta Flyer podcast about how he wasn't allowed emotion. <sighs> because he was human and had to give the emotions to like Neelix and uh, the Vulcan, Tuvok. I just had an issue with his dizzy spell scene. Oh! That was oh, my head. terrible. Oh! Oh, oh, oh. I can't see. What? Woe is me. I can't, I can't see. <laughs> it was just so bad. <laughs> that was like high school acting class right there. Whoa. Yeah, I yeah. I mean, fortunately, Garrett, this is probably one of the worst episodes of Garrett Wong. Like, he does do a really good job of Harry Kim in future episodes. So don't take this yes. as a slight yes, against yes, Garrett he Wong. It just was not a good episode for his character no. acting. They didn't give him much to work with. And yeah. Mm. So Suzanne, what are our scores? What did we decide overall this episode? Well, the tally is three wrong, one right, and two Janeway. 
Okay, so that suggests Janeway just wasn't good in this episode. She did a few too many things the wrong way. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Catherine. So you're going to chalk this up to the wrong way. Wah, wah. Oh, is there anything else you want to add to that? Uh, I had something down about what the episode was originally called, and now I can't find it. Oh, it was one, and there were several different titles that, working titles for the episode, but one was Ghost Ship. Oh, God, that would have been like a terrible name for this show. Mm-hmm. Because that kind of gives it away right there. It's like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's also apparently called Deep Time. Which makes no sense to me. I'm like, what is that about? No, that seems a bit, yeah, no, I'm quite, I quite like Parallax because it actually taught me what Parallax meant. (laughs) (laughs) Voyager teaching things to the masses. (laughs) Well, I mean, I've said it before that I wrote the synopsis to Inside Man in an exam to explain what a uh, geodesic is. Did not know that. Rather than begin with Carrie and Sick Bay, the teaser of the first draft script focused on repairs to Voyager following the Kazon attack that takes place in Caretaker. That would have been cool to see. Well, that would have just been continuity that you wouldn't have yeah. seen any other time in Voyager. <laughs> <laughs> but maybe, maybe it would have set up a precedent that, yeah, let's do some continuity and keep it moving. And it would have changed the direction of the entire show. I mean, because you don't quite know how long they've been working. Well, the captain does give the star date. Oh, she does, doesn't she? But I don't. I don't in her log, I yeah. don't. I don't equate star dates to actual time frames, like you know. But that's how they they do it. Yeah, I but, know there's a way to work it out, but I, I, it's math, and I don't do math. Well, all I know is that, like, isn't it like every time you go past a thousand, it's a new year or something? I have no idea. I've never heard that. I don't know. I tried working it out. I don't know. It's all its all confusing. It's math. So with that, Suzanne, I guess we can finish it there. Parallax, we've decided, was a wrong way, Janeway episode. Yes. So what we'll do is we'll keep a tally of also what we've decided throughout season, the season, and then we'll go and have a look back at the end of season one just to see whether she's done things in the right way, wrong way, or Janeway for season one. Obviously, we're only on episode two, so we've got 14 more to go with the next one that we'll tackle being time and again. Uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. anyway, listeners, thank you for tuning into us. We really appreciate it. Anyone who listens to us is awesome, in our opinion. Yes, you are. Ah, uh, yes. Yes, you are. Thank you very much. And please subscribe and follow us on all the bits and pieces. But Suzanne, where can we find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter. My handle is kjaneway8. If you also want to follow my stained glass creations you can follow me at Stained Sass. You can also find me on the network on a little show called Boldly Go that I do with my friend Brandy Jackala. Liam, where, where can we find you online and, and on the network? You can find me also with Brandy Jackala because you can find Brandy Jackala <laughs> every single place on the internet all at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she does with me the Vedic Assembly which is our Deep Space Nine podcast on Holosuite Media, as well as Nick Collinson. You can find me on Twitter at LS74656. Yeah, Brandy Jackala is our Jeffrey Combs because she's everywhere. She is Jeffrey Combs. Yeah. Oh, we could just worked it out. Mm-hmm. We've just worked it out. She's it's Jeffrey Combs. It's all making sense now. It's all making sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
No wonder she can do a good impression of Shran and Brunt. (laughs) (laughs) Remember to follow us on Twitter at the Jane underscore way and on Facebook in our listeners group, The Nexus. Until next time, we implore you to keep doing things not the right way, not the wrong way, but the Jane. Dismiss. That's a Starfleet expression for get out. This show is brought to you by Hollow Sweet Media. Computer, list other available Hollow Sweet Media programs. Loading Hollow Sweet Preview Program for. The Expanse, a Star Trek Enterprise podcast. During the whole lockdown around the world, Enterprise is having a surge in popularity. I don't know if you've seen it. That's what I've been hearing. It's crazy, like the Facebook groups, Twitter, everyone is talking about Enterprise. And I didn't realize so many Trek fans had never even watched it. It's nuts. People call themselves lifelong Trekkies who never watched it and are loving it now. I said to someone a week or two ago, I said, look, I'm so glad that you're finally getting around to watching it and enjoying it. But where were you guys (laughs) 15 years ago when we needed did you when the show was on the edge and then ultimately got cancelled? Loading Hollow Sweet preview program for There Are Four Questions, a Star Trek Spotlight podcast. I mean, but of course I'm hoping that in the future, drag is a whole lot easier. <laughs> Hopefully it doesn't take like two hours to get done up. Right. Because I'd be late for all my duty shifts. So <laughs> they'd be like, red alert, capture the bridge. I'd be like, uh, just a minute. <laughs> just got to tuck here. And put my wig on. <laughs> Could you imagine? Yes. Yes, I could. Loading Hollow Sweet preview program for Starbase One, a Star Trek online podcast. I don't really think that's a good idea. I order you to do it right now. Warning, the structural integrity field has collapsed. This is Admiral Quinn. You will be assigned to Starbase One. Welcome to Starbase One. I'm Colin. I'm Admiral Aaron. I'm Dave. I'm Steve. And I'm Tom. Starbase One is a dedicated Star Trek Online podcast. If you're a first-time listener, hello. If you're a dedicated decade listener and you've been wondering where the hell we are, we're back. Computer, deactivate Holosuite.